It still does it. I, I don't know, know so why annoying. it does that. You know what? We're here. We'll fix it eventually. Hi, guys. Welcome to another episode of the Lore Lodge that is on the wrong day entirely. Uh, what are you doing? Did you? Ah, that looks so much better. See? That's why you pay me. <laughs> so we've been having the problem of that camera being, like, of, of the, the Yeti being on frame for months. Yep. And I never thought to just tilt the camera down. <laughs> You leave enough headroom it to never like, occurred to me. It never it. occurred to me to do that. Um, I do really quickly. I'm going to go into the settings on this microphone. Fair. And see if I can't boost the audio a little bit. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash specialoffer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash specialoffer. Also, Nat, I love that you said get it together as if we will ever get it together because it's Some of this stuff. Come on. Well, I guess we did kind of... All right, there we go. Uh, No, now now it's worse. Now it's worse. (laughs) I made it worse. Thank you. Yeah, we were initially trying to use this for... um, advertising on the TikTok live which is going right now but uh it just appears backwards uh, and see. all that stuff what happens if i raise this okay if i raise yes that, my name is lore I, lodge lower you this. can find us on what happens YouTube, if i lower that as if you guys didn't already know that all right let's let's put that one back to 21 where it belongs maybe if i up the output gain will that will that help Play-Doh. oh my god that helped too much there we go nope still helping too much how's that How's that? Why is Archie so tired? Why is Archie so Thank tired? You. I don't know why Archie's so tired. How's the sound? Uh, how's the sound, guys? You know, I, I kind of have to do this live because I can never hear it myself. <laughs> Space Sign, I love you said that because literally when I answered the door today, uh, the first thing I said was, uh, nice haircut, looks good. And then, like, l- less than 30 seconds later, we were both like, yeah, we really are the Kirkland <laughs> brand Winchester. Yeah, Kirkland Signature. Point. We are the Walmart bargain bin Sam and Dean. Yep. Um, and we're trying to get uh, Bubbly to sponsor us because we have to shoot a sexy calendar for you guys. Ready? And we thought that, uh, you know, this would be the way to achieve skinny. So... How's it I'm, working? I'm eating. I'm eating like a thousand calories per day. Yep. And I'm trying. Uh, you know, doing this. Uh, as far as the sound goes, there's only so much we can do. That's why I'm asking. Yep. Um, it was pretty good when I said it was too much. Really? It was peaking. Here. Yeah. Uh, where's the? Oh my god. A little bit high and A little bit high. All right. How about that? Is that any better? Turn up the gain a little bit on it. That's got to be better. I, I mean, it's never going to be loud enough. It's just going to be... Will always be loud enough, though. Yeah. Picture fixed itself, I guess. I don't know what that means. Um, trying to read and catch up. Uh, but, yeah, I'd say, I'd say it's, it's working fine now. Uh... All right. We're good? Cool. 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 Now we're going to get into this one, because one of the questions I think I see the most on TikTok, uh, Instagram, in our YouTube comments, all that... It's always the question, uh, what's the difference between a Wendigo and a Skinwalker? And no matter how many times I make a TikTok video on it, and we'll probably do a, a full uh, Friday video on this soon. Yeah. I was thinking about it. I was like, you know what? I, I might as well 
Sorry, my watch is bugging me. You're good. Uh, he's also trying to sit on my foot, so. That happens. Yes. So, a lot, you know, it's, I think it's a good opportunity to talk about two uh, very cool Native American cultures, the, mm-hmm. the Southern Dine and the Algonquin, and then it's also an opportunity to, you know, really put it into a concrete single video. So when people have the question, what is the difference between a Wendigo and a Skinwalker, they have a, a unified individual place to go rather than having to go watch our video on the Skinwalker, go watch our video on the Wendigo, and then figure out what the difference is. Because honestly, I can't understand the confusion. For me, I had that confusion when I started making videos on the subject. Yep. Uh, if you watch the very first viral TikTok I ever had, um, it was... Essentially me mixing up the Wendigo and the Skinwalker Mm. and not understanding all the differences. And over the years, not the years, over the year, uh, I have gotten a lot better about understanding those differences and uh, and communicating them. I've talked to a lot of Native Americans um, about the subject, and I think I've come to a point where I do have a pretty good grasp on what the two things are, how they're different, why they're different, why it's important that you don't mix them up. Um, Whether you believe it, or not is up to you. If you want to look at this and be like, ah, well, that's just, you know, that's just mythology. Sure, fine. But if you want to believe in this stuff, you know, we're, we're trying to give you the most accurate picture of what people believe in regards to the subject, which is really what we try to do in all of our videos here. We want to make sure that, you know, whether whether you think that, and, and it always, like, makes me laugh when someone's like, well, they're not real, so I'm like, okay, that's not the point of the video. <laughs> like, you don't have to believe in it, but we're going to try yeah. and give you the... The version that is talked about by the people who reported this thing existing in the first place. Yeah, I mean, like, the the opinions upon whether or not they actually exist are not relevant to the existence of the folklore from the peoples in which these legends originated. So, and I that's what we try to do. Whether, whether we're speaking in reference to their actual, like, what is that? ASMR, apparently. I was trying to pull up my uh, my own TikTok page so I might be able to see the comments over on TikTok. Smart. Uh, while I'm live, uh, which I might be able to actually pull off. I mean, nice. Uh, but yeah, I mean, you know. Uh, you gotta log in to watch a live. That's annoying. Can you? Yeah, I can log in. Uh, I don't know if it'll screw up over there. I'm just not gonna do it. If you haven't noticed, it's gonna be a little yeah. chaotic too. If you have a question that you would like us to answer, we answer all of our super chats on YouTube, and uh, towards the end we will try and answer questions that are not super chats as well. And when? How long do you have for this? Hour, hour and a half. Probably. Okay, cool. Yep. So, with all that said, we're gonna get into the actual content for tonight, which is. The Wendigo versus the Skinwalker. What are they? How do they work? How do you fight it? Um, Who's going to win in a fight against a Corsair? He... <laughs> Neither of them. <laughs> yes. Neither of these could withstand... Uh, For those who are here six, Thursday... Six fifty caliber cannons being shot at it. That will tear you to pieces. Or 4,000 pounds of bombs. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so. I, I figured it out. I figured out why you lean more towards the Mustang and I lean more towards this Corsair. I think it's personality-based. Because you, by nature, are more of a specialist in terms of, like, you went, like, history major and you, like, specifically did that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's kind of, yeah, and that's, like, obviously, yeah, medieval history. But that's kind of, like, what your path has been about. The whole reason I chose film was because I had too many interests. So I wanted to pick something that, like, I could incorporate any one of my interests at any given time. The Mustang was a very, like, mission-specific build. And, like, it was really good at what it did. And mm-hmm. it's, it's all around pretty solid. But... The Corsair in and of itself was built to do a variety of different missions. We so. definitely both have ADD. Yeah. Uh, oh, 100%. <laughs> so, 
Uh, also, I just do have to address this one from Marco Pizzetto, uh, who said all the questions, uh, PP size. Um, <laughs> not an answer. You My mom know. watches this show. Yeah. No. Uh, <laughs> maybe not all the questions. We had this problem when Mr. Ballin was on the show ages ago. Yeah. Where we were like, we'll answer all super chats. Then we were like, you know what? Maybe we shouldn't answer all, all the super, super chats. chats. Yeah. Well, so all super chats that are appropriate. <laughs> PG thirteen. Exactly. Try if it it would if it would get a movie in R rating, we we probably can't answer it. Yes. Um, or so. just won't because yeah. like, come on, like come on guys. Come um, on. But yeah, I want to start this one off uh, as we get into the information with people who have no clue what the Skinwalker is and make content about it anyway because we've been doing a lot of that over on Twitch. We're watching videos from various uh, various accounts who. Do not know what a skinwalker is, but seem to be insistent upon uh, making content about it and making money and views off of it. And I just really want to get into that. Can we get into that in about 10 seconds? I just want to point out that uh, Igor Lukin just said hello from Ukraine. And all I can say is hello. I hope you're okay. Yeah, how how are you tuning into this is my question. I am but impressed. I'm glad you are. Mildly concerned. Glad you're living a life capable of doing this. I did not know Russia was doing that badly now we know are you connected via starlink um <laughs> yeah I have, I have questions um but you know I'm, I'm glad you're able to tune in that that says good things about the situation over there yes um you know and i, I hope you're doing well i hope that your family is doing okay and that uh that this is brought to a close swiftly and with less bloodshed than i uh, than is possible so you know let's let's hope hope for an end of the war um yeah. Sooner than later. So yeah, let's uh, let's pop in though because we were watching uh, some Twin Paranormal when I did my 24-hour live stream last weekend, uh, which I'm just now recovering from. Uh, so, <laughs> but we were watching this channel called Twin Paranormal, and it's two guys who are twins, and they take a few of their buddies out, and it is basically uh, the only thing I can imagine happened here is that these guys were playing Phasmophobia and thought that it was like the real way to hunt ghosts and not a video game that has game mechanics. Yeah. Because they take basically all of the equipment you would use in Phasmophobia and take it out to uh, this old army fort from like the 1860s mm-hmm. in the desert of Nevada. Yeah. And they just go and they're walking around. They basically spent all night standing around this thing and they're using this is the part that got me. They're using EMF readers. Yeah, they're using a spirit box. Yeah, they're using like actually the motion sensing stuff is the only thing that made sense. Yes, but they have cameras pointed at it, and the motion sensor stuff goes off when there's clearly nothing moving. Yeah. Now, if you're if you're ghost hunting, sure. EMF makes sense. Yeah, EMF makes sense. Spirit box makes sense. Yes. Motion sensors that you don't see anything moving makes sense. I'm not gonna lie. I didn't think a spirit box was a real thing outside of the game Phasmophobia. Um, I do know that the idea that ghosts can communicate via, uh, radio frequency okay. is, like, a very old concept. That's, that's a, got it. that's, like, one of the early ghost hunting things, was so, you would bring a radio and just scan, have it scan. Got it. So, essentially, a spirit box is essentially just automatically scanning, you know, yeah, a spirit cy- box is, cycling radio. A spirit box is just a two-way radio that's cycling through every got frequency it. that it. it can, uh, it can manage. Got it. So that's so they're out in the desert in this building and they're like, uh, 
They're using entirely the wrong stuff. They're trying to communicate with it as if it's a ghost. They're standing in the middle of this building like, is there somebody there with us? These guys, by the way, look they, they look like, uh, if we're bargain brand Sam and Dean, yes. they're bargain brand Good Charlotte. Oh, I thought you were going to say Ghostfacers, no, but that's even better. No, uh, it's it's basically, imagine if Good Charlotte and Ghostfacers had a child mm-hmm. and then abandoned it in a footlocker. Um, I love that the specific location in which yeah. the child was abandoned is a footlocker. Yeah. That's fantastic. Also, uh, Bree, really quickly to answer that question, um, the Mr. Ballin episode is audio only on Spotify and uh, Apple and Amazon and all of that. And the reason it's audio only is because we had a lot of his uh, 6 million subscribers. Is he up to 6 now? Yeah, wow. searching Mr. Ballin podcast. And our episode with him came out before his podcast did. Yeah. So we'd have a lot of people who would come, watch that episode, and then uh, not yeah. return to the channel, yeah. which hurt us in the algorithm on YouTube, so we had to take it off of YouTube, unfortunately. Um, you know, I would love to put it back up there at some point, but uh, you know, it, I, it's there is an audio version on Spotify if you want to listen to it. Decent, sure. We could also, maybe we should put it on uh, Patreon. The video. Yeah, we, might we can put well. it on Patreon as a Patreon exclusive. Um, for those who are coming over from TikTok who aren't familiar with how we do things over here, um, we have our YouTube channel, which I think we were up to like almost 180 videos now on here. Oh, we're we do over a, that. We are? Okay. Yeah, we're over yeah. 200. We do a weekly podcast. It's usually on Sunday nights at 7 p.m. Eastern. And then uh, we also have videos that go up every Friday. And those are... Um, like very focused versions of these podcasts content wise it's not a trimmed down version of this show it is a separate uh episode that we shoot and edit entirely separate from this yeah so those are usually like 20 to 30 minutes they vary they can be up to an hour um but for the most part usually 20 to 30 minute videos so if you want to see really focused condensed stuff like that check us out on the lore lodge on youtube and uh for more exclusive stuff like drunk folklore and things that we can't really put on youtube because youtube might find it too naughty um not that we're like you know doing anything naughty over on patreon but you know there's a little bit of cursing some off-color jokes things like that yes uh so it's a little bit you know we we can't put that stuff on youtube so we have to put it over here or over on patreon patreon had you can access for a dollar a month um so and then of course with uh the the podcast episodes we answer super chats at the end of the show um we go through we read all of them that are appropriate to read uh and then you know we we answer any questions we have time for if they're not super chats so um back to what i was talking about Twin pair, what? One other element to add is that the uh, kind of the benefit of the Super Chats is because we have donation goals for every month. I forgot about that. Do you want to read what they yeah. are? Do you have uh, them? Yeah, I don't have my laptop, but I can pull it up on my phone. So we'll have them pull up the donation goals. We're about to hit the second one. I can't recall what it was off the top of my head. I will tell you momentarily. It is... South Dakota episode on Walking Sam. I have heard of Walking Sam, but I've been meaning to get to it. We can absolutely do an episode on that. So um, the donation goals for this month are $250, a Skunk Ape song, plus Conspiracy Theory song. Yeah, so we will be recording the Conspiracy Theory song, and I will be writing a song about the Skunk Ape. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I mean, you basically already did. Yeah, I just so, have to refine it. Yes. Uh, the $500 uh, donation goal, sorry, is submit articles and get them read on stream and graded. Uh, so to remind everybody what that is, we will send out essentially, I guess that you can put it in the Lord Lodge email, uh, there will be a rubric for the essays that you're going to do, and there will be a time limit, so like you'll have maybe two weeks to write the essay. 
it won't be like a time limit on how long you have to write the essay. It'll be in that, like you know a deadline. We're gonna do them now, so you yes. need to have them in by then. Yes. So what's seven fifty? Uh, well, real quick. So what the review will be happening on Twitch. So Aiden will. You're, what you're gonna do is you'll. I will live grade these on yes. Twitch. Everybody's gonna submit as like their essays that they want, and then you guys will vote for the best like five or ten. I won't see anything before the He's Twitch. Not, he will fresh grade them from it, so I'll handle all that stuff, and then I'll curate them, yeah. and then he will grade them live on Twitch. And you will you see go. my reactions live. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And the, the reason we're doing it for Twitch is because we know our audience, yeah. and we're figuring that these essays are gonna be a little probably bit... not safe for YouTube. Yes. Yeah. So. The 751 is going to be the VeggieTales Revelations skit. Ah, uh, yes. We will write a VeggieTales episode about the Book of Revelation and see if we can find somebody to animate it. Yes. Uh, and then the $1,000 goal is the Lore Lodge 80s aerobics video. Yes, we will make an 80s aerobics video where we will wear unitards and leg warmers oh, and everything. Yeah, and scrunchies, it's all going to be neon. This is probably going to be after the sexy calendar. So, yeah, yeah um, this will be maybe like a Christmas present for everybody. Yeah, mm -hmm. so... Mm -hmm. But, and then the 1420. Oh god, I goal, forgot about this. Yep. Is uh Mattis as a cat maid on a Twitch stream. So if you really want a fun Twitch stream, you hit Ugh. 1420 and have him be a cat maid as he grades your essays. I uh, yeah, that's that's a video that will follow me for the rest of my that's gonna get played at my wedding reception. Like Assuming you guys hit that much money, which you got you got about Little a nine little. days to make up a thousand dollars. So yeah. I'm I'm confident. Good luck. As, as long as Isaiah doesn't pop up, I'm confident. <laughs> if I see Wendigoon hop into the chat, I'm scared. Yeah. <laughs> well, the thing is, I feel like if anything, he wouldn't say anything until he made the donation. And yeah. He'd be like, can't wait for the stream. Yeah. But uh, all right. So getting back to yeah. the content. Uh, twin paranormal goes out into the desert and they're like we found a skinwalker it was the scariest night of our lives and meanwhile they're just making a bunch of inappropriate stereotypes about Native Americans um, like like you can you can you can see that they're on the verge of doing like a like and doing a fake war dance and shit yeah. like it, it really feels just like, like you're about to see like a 1950s like just like John Wayne style yeah. blatantly and not to say anything bad about John Wayne the 50s were the 50s yeah like you know but I uh, it's that kind of thing where you're like you're you're gonna see like the worst stereotype yes possible just like blatantly yeah. coming from a state and, of and they're literally like they're like are there any like you know poor Native American women who were victimized by American cavalry and you're like it, it, <laughs> on the list of things to say that's not on it yeah I I was. I was I was struggling with it. So it's outdated ethnic stereotypes, using the wrong equipment, thinking a went or not a Wendy. I thinking a skinwalker is the same thing as a ghost. Like, um, and, and they totally get it wrong in the episode. Like they they talk about it being you know a monster and like a, a shapeshifter and all these things. And and reality that's that's just not correct. No. It's it's they're basically and and they say repeatedly like it's non-human. Like no, it, a skinwalker is by definition a human being. So. That's, you know, that that drove me nuts. Uh, the other one that we watched a lot of was this guy, Mad Vlad, who I want to like. I want to like him. Um, but I really think he's doing one of two things. Either uh, he got caught up in all the Skinwalker craze mm -hmm. last year in 2021 when the TV show was on and all that. So might have been that. Um, but then, you know, it's... It's either that, where he, he genuinely believes he's being hunted by a skinwalker, but does not understand 
anything past what he saw on TikTok, mm -hmm. or he knows he's not being hunted by a skinwalker, and he is pretending he's being hunted by a skinwalker for views. Either way, I thought for a little while, okay, maybe this is just, you know, may maybe this is a bit, maybe this is, um, you know, maybe it's fiction, and he's going to come out and be like, you know, thank you guys for watching my series, I really appreciate it, blah, blah, blah. But then he, uh, he came out with a video, like, the day before I did the 24-hour stream, where he essentially said uh, that he he genuinely thinks he's in danger. He's worried about uh, like he he was worried he was gonna get shot by someone for like being out at night uh, in these in these backyards. The guy lives in like a development in Kentucky. Well, it's Kentucky. Yeah, and and here's 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 something else that got me. Uh, in one of the videos, he was like, "Now y'all might be thinking that." You know, I'm some sort of, like, city boy, and I don't get it, like, all that. And he's like, I've been in the woods all my life. I, I grew up in the woods of Appalachia. And I'm like, aha! <laughs> Ain't no way you grew up in the mountains south of the Mason-Dixon and just pronounce it Appalachia. Yeah. No, you did not. So, he, one of two things is true here. He's lying about growing up in Appalachia, or I... Uh, He's from the north, but I found no evidence that he's from the north. Uh, that's but like like I said, you know, the only people you're gonna find who say Appalachia instead of Appalachia who are from the mountains themselves are gonna be in Pennsylvania and in southern New York. That's it. Yep. Uh, maybe I I mean the the Appalachians Appalachians do technically extend all the way into Canada. Yeah. Um, but the the Appalachian region, as it's defined within the United States, really just is uh, that section from like. Western Georgia up through Southern New York, where it turns into the Adirondacks. Yep. Um, the Adirondacks are part of the Appalachian chain, as are the Poconos. But you know, at that they're point, a little they, different. Yeah. They kind of it, it stops being culturally Appalachian. Um, but yeah, so Mad Vlad, he thinks they're skinwalkers in Kentucky. First of all, uh, listen, I get it. We live in the modern day. We, we there are, there are planes, there are trains, there are automobiles, um, all of which are fi I am fan of. Yes, we know. Uh, <laughs> I so like is it? <laughs> Is it possible for a skinwalker to travel from the Four Corners region to Kentucky to bother someone? Absolutely. <laughs> Is there any reason why that would happen to some random dude? Now, listen, if you're me, if you're a guy that talks about this stuff all the time and says the word constantly, knows the actual Native American term for it, uh, you know, and basically has done enough enough naming of entities to make myself into a, a nexus for demonic energy, yeah, I get it. <laughs> Mad Vlad is not a paranormal investigator. He's a video game streamer. Yeah. And you know what he streams? You know what he streams a lot, Aiden? Um, uh, well, look at the currency. Yeah. What, Daniel, how much, how much U.S. dollars is that? <laughs> That's what I want to know. Ah, <laughs> uh, it appears to be about 120, or 100. Yeah. Nice. It's 100 bucks. I, all right, well, you know what? Well, fair enough. We're, we're definitely at <laughs> Thank least. Thank you. We're definitely at least doing the, uh. What was it? The uh, essays now? The essays are coming in, and I'm guessing, since we have one more podcast this month and Weird Bible, we will probably also hit uh, the uh, aerobics. That if you watch Weird Bible next week, do not tell Wendigoon. Here's the I made that mistake last week, or last yeah. month, and I'm not doing it again. Here's the problem. Now, unless they, unless they forget by then, which 
you know, just don't bring it up then. Now they're going to be like, well, we have to. Yeah, I know. But. <laughs> oh, yeah. Mahari um, just mentioned um, in, in here. Uh, and I'm sorry if I mispronounced that. Uh, but I. Uh, <laughs> They did. Uh, they said it really badly, but they did. They did drop the the actual Navajo word for Skinwalker, which is like the the the, the number one thing you don't do. Like yeah. whether like and, and that extends past just Native American stories and into uh, demonology, into pretty much any culture that believes in the paranormal. Is if you say an entity's name, mm. then you're calling it to you. At one point in the video, they also say that the only way to defeat a skinwalker is to tell it its real name, which is uh, like demonology that it, as far as I can tell, comes from the Conjuring movies and Ed and mm. Lorraine Warren. Um, uh, yeah. Oh, the Warrens, we love them. Oh, uh, yeah, so much. <laughs> I thought it was going to be like, you stay away from me, Steven. I know who you really are. <laughs> yeah, so. Oh, boy. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, I. but I just, you know, I wanted to mention that. Um, but, yeah, so Mad Vlad seems to think they're skinwalkers in Kentucky. If you're me, I kind of get the idea of a skinwalker popping up in Phoenixville, Pennsylvania. Mm -hmm. um, if you're a video game streamer who has never talked about skinwalkers before in his life, the likelihood that one's going to hunt you all the way to your nice little cozy suburban home in uh, in Kentucky seems very low. Uh, he does the same thing as Twin Paranormal. He brings out the EMF and the spirit box and all that. Um, and, and at one point in the first video, he very obviously just fakes a camera interaction. He's got his trail cams out. And you'd see him be like, and then one night we found something. And it's just some dude who gets really up close in the, the night vision camera. It's just like, oh, no, 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 no. and then it goes black. And you're like, that is obvious a person. Yeah. That is obviously a person. That is not. That's, that's pretty brutal. Yeah. So, and, and then uh, and then he doubles down when people call him out. And they're like, you're presenting, you know, a fictional story as real events here. Which, again, I have no problem with anthologies, with found footage, with people making a series about how they're being hunted by a skinwalker. Mm -hmm. And you know what? We just did a stream of Marble Hornets. We we watched the entirety of Marble Hornets for a few weeks. And back then, they weren't saying on on Marble Hornets. They weren't like, oh, by the way, this is all uh, you know a movie. This is fake. Whatever. The difference is that this guy is you know really really leaning into it. It's very obvious that he's that this is fiction. Yeah. And he keeps doubling down that he's actually being hunted and trying to gain sympathy from people. If you watch Marble Hornets, there's no call to action. Mm -hmm. There's there's no uh, sense of like them wanting you to feel bad for them. It's just them documenting something. Um, yeah. So I don't know. It just it, his his attitude bugs me. And then another thing that bothered me is that in the first video he gets it right. He he talks about skinwalkers and he gets them right. Yep. And then proceeds to just totally get it wrong for the rest of the time. It's very odd. It's interesting to me how they're kind of doing a reverse War of the Worlds broadcast. In the sense yeah. of at the beginning of that, they were like, this is fiction. But then anybody who tuned in after that were like, oh my god, we're all going to die. Because yeah. they thought it was a real radio broadcast. But, yeah. yeah I don't know. It's just, I, I try, I, I'm, when it comes to people who have that much reach... I, I I want them to be a bit more responsible, and that was a lesson I had to learn. Uh, you know, I got I got nailed by I think it was uh, Jeremy Jeremy Foster uh, Twilight Emporium. He he nailed me for it um, at one point. 
And at first, I was a bit obstinate uh, in that I wasn't being, you know, I, I was basically drumming up fear for no reason. Got it. Um, because of the way I was presenting things. And the way I presented things has changed significantly now. I'm much more academic. Uh, I, I try to be more respectful and less bombastic. But I've noticed that viewership suffers because what people like to see is fantastical stories about, you know, being hunted by yeah. the, the scariest monster possible, uh, which is unfortunate. But, you know. Shame. But the thing is, we have fiction for that. Yes. Uh, so, but then, of course, uh, in terms of people who have no clue what skinwalkers are, basically everyone on TikTok, uh, your dog is not a skinwalker, your best friend is not a skinwalker, the coyote running behind your Subaru going 70 miles per hour on the highway knocking on the back window is probably a skinwalker. Um, <laughs> like... Oh, that's just so creepy. But that's... That's what a skinwalker is supposed to be. Yes. It's not it's not like somebody replaced your dog, like Archie. Okay, oh, he, he's sleeping. He's just full on asleep. He's he's snoozing. Uh but like, you know. What I remember the one where they were like, Oh my god, the dog's a skinwalker, and all the dog did was like open a bathroom door. Oh, you mean something Archie just learned how to do? Yeah, Archie Archie the only reason Archie cannot open doors is because he is tiny. Um <laughs> I have heard of the Nuchen, uh, if that is how it's pronounced. I might be getting that wrong. Um, let's see. Uh, and then uh, most of the Skinwalker Ranch content, uh, there is some actual story about the Ute-Navajo War and the Navajo cursing the land and you know having that be the path of the Skinwalker and all of that. But uh, Skinwalkers typically not supposed to present as floating blue orbs. Typically not supposed to be uh, operating machinery deep underground. That would be dwarves. Um, and th like there, there's just a whole bunch of stuff in there that's like that, that's more like UFOs. Hmm. Uh, the one I will give it is the people stepping out of portals. Because skinwalkers are supposed to be able to astral project. Mm -hmm. uh, now astral projection does not take your corporeal form and move it, but... I don't know, maybe maybe it does create an apparition. I'm not an expert on astral projection, but, uh, you know. Fair. Yeah, I, I took German. Um, I don't know a ton about uh, about Danish. I wanted to learn Danish and Swedish because they have some really cool movies. The, the Norwegians, the Dan the Norwegians and the Swedes more. But they have some really cool movies about Vikings and trolls. Also, oh, hi, Swamp Dweller. <laughs> you no, complimented your hair, right? Yeah, I know. That's why I did the shake. Uh, was, the, was the movie we watched last Halloween, like Halloween time? That, Ritual? Yeah, was that? No, that one's just... That okay. one was, I think, British. Okay. Yeah. Right. But it, but the, the Norwegians have a lot of movies along that line. Yeah. But they're all in Norwegian, and I don't like subtitles. That's fair. Uh, who would win? Shrek would win. Yes, Shrek would win. Shrek, Shrek would always would win. In fact win. Shrek, Shrek is love. Shrek is life. Okay. So, while he's in the bathroom, I'll quickly address the tribal differences. Because uh, Navajo, Skinwalker, Algonquin, Wendigo. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Different things. Neither of these are the actual term within those languages. I'm not going to say either of them. Wendigo is a lot closer to the actual word. 
excuse me, uh, but Skinwalker is nothing like the actual Navajo word. But first, in order for this to make sense, and in order for people to understand why these are separate entities, and the fact that they can't really be as directly connected as I personally originally thought they were a year and a half ago when I started making content, is that the two people groups didn't have contact. Now, does that lend to the idea that maybe there actually is something out there that falls along this line? Sure. But... It's unlikely that these two things originated via some sort of syncretism. Um, you know, it's it's most likely that these these legends developed independently. But to go into who the Navajo are, the Navajo are a group of the Southern Dene or Dene peoples, and the Northern Dene, the people that we talked about in the Hani River Valley videos, uh, those guys are. Uh, believed to be the ancestors of the Navajo. The Navajo uh, show up in recorded history around 1300 AD. It's possible that they migrated into the area as early as maybe 200, but it's it's for certain they were there by 1300 AD. Uh, they were interacting with the Hopi people and the Ute, uh, maybe not the Ute, but they were, they were interacting with the Hopi, the Pueblo. Uh, so that was around 1300. Um... Often this migration is associated with the disappearance of the Naha tribe from um, the Nahani River Valley in Northwestern Territories, Canada. Yep. Uh, you know, this is this is a story we've talked about a ton of times on this this show. Yep. Uh, we have a very early episode where we basically recited the Mr. Ballin version. Um, and then we had a, another episode more recently where we went, I, I dug in, I was reading the documents from the Northwestern Royal, the Royal Northwestern Mounted Police, like, we, we went through and did the research. We did everything short of going to Canada. Yep. Um, so, you know, we, we have a very long video on that if you're interested. Uh, That's kind of something that we've done in general, is just, like, some of the things that we've looked deeper into because we've been more capable of as we've gotten a little bit bigger. Uh, if there's any incorrections that we had initially, we try to make a new video about it and go back and kind of correct the things that yeah. we got wrong initially. Yeah, we very much make an effort to correct stuff we got wrong. Yeah. Um, but let's see. Uh, oh, and uh, I wanted to add in um, the Apache may share the same origin as the Navajo. They mm. speak a very similar language. It, it seems likely that they may have also been part of that migration or a separate migration. Mm. Uh, it's possible that the, the Navajo, it, it, which, again, Naha, Navajo, like, it seems like these two are, are very possibly connected. Understandable. Um, so, yeah. the, the Apache may have been part of that, and there may have been, like, you know, contact going on because you might have had people making the journey to go back and forth. Yeah. Uh, and though tensions have always been there between the United States government and the Navajo, uh, the Navajo were a critical part of winning World War II with the Code Talkers, who, yeah, so what they would do was they would take uh, a word like tank and find a code phrase for it in English, like turtle. Okay. So tank was turtle. Mm -hmm. And then the Navajo Code Talkers when they were speaking via radio or telegram or however they were talking to people in the Pacific, um, you know, between bases, they would, they would uh, convey the information in the Navajo language. Ah. So the Japanese did not know anything about the Navajo language. Yeah. As far as the Japanese knew, this wasn't even a language that existed. Yeah. So the Americans were able to have unbreakable code mm -hmm. in the Pacific. Whereas we were eventually able to decipher the Japanese code and the German code. Yep. But because the Americans were using the Navajo language, 
and giving giving English words to Navajo speakers yeah. who would then like so it, I, I just I just love the the layers here of them being like all right so tank is gonna be turtle mm -hmm. It'd be really easy to make that connection if you got it in English in English oh my god yeah but when you get that connection in a language you don't recognize and even if you figure out it's turtle. It's going to take you a while to figure out turtle meets tank. Like, yeah. You're going to have to connect the entire language. Yeah. They didn't have that, and so the, the Americans were able to gain a significant advantage over the Japanese. Mm. Um, so, uh, yeah, I just, I just wanted to mention that because it's a really cool story. Uh, and I think that, you know, with, um, you know, movies like, uh, there was a movie about the Tuskegee Airmen a little while ago, mm. back when we were kids, uh, yeah. with um, the ones coming out, Devotion. You know, I think we're getting a lot of content, a lot of movies, a lot of like true Hollywood style stuff that is looking into the stories of some of these more niche things about, you know, uh, little known American hero groups. Yeah. So Navajo. Awesome. I love it. You know, the, the Navajo really are, are owed a debt um, for that. That's that is an incredible contribution. Um and you know, I, I just wanted to wanted to bring it up. But yeah, I mean, we we didn't know about them. We didn't encounter them until 1846, and then a hundred years later, after a hundred years of basically war and you know diplomatic tension, yeah. the Navajo were like, "Well, yeah, we'll help out." Like, <laughs> um, so I just that's very cool, very admirable, very honorable. I wanted to bring it up. Um, yeah. But the other group of people we're going to be talking about tonight are the Algonquin peoples. The Algonquin are. Uh, a, it's more of a linguistic group than it is an ethnic group, and it is related very closely to the. Uh, oh my God, I'm gonna butcher this word. I'm gonna try so hard. Um, it is Anishinaabe, I believe. Um, the terms Anishinaabe and Algonquin in English are generally synonymous, but there, for example, there is an Algonquin tribe mm -hmm. that is separate from that. That is, you know, not the Al. Not every Algonquin-speaking tribe is is descended from that tribe. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I was able to find that uh, some people believe that the Anishinaabe language was derived from a number of Algonquin dialects. It might also go the other way. I don't. I don't have. I didn't have the research time to really look into that. Um, yeah. But the Algonquin are primarily uh, the Algonquin-speaking peoples inhabit most of southern Canada. Mm -hmm. So up basically to the border of British Columbia. Um, and then, and but not in like the Northwest Territories or the Yukon. Uh, those are up there is Dene. Mm. So, uh, you know, related to the Navajo, cousins of the Navajo. Yep. Uh, and then they also make up most of the American East Coast from Maine to Georgia. Mm. Um, so there's been a lot of times when people are like, why are you talking about the, you know, the Wendigo in like Pennsylvania or Delaware? And I'm like, they're Algonquin. <laughs> So, uh, and then there's satellite groups uh, across the Great Plains, Great Lakes, in Kentucky and Illinois. Mm. So, very broad-reaching group of people. Yeah. Uh, many of the first tribes encountered by the British settlers in the, the New World were Anishinaabe, were Algonquin. Um, especially in Canada, you would get Anishinaabe. Um, and uh, the, the main group here that has been spoken to and that legends have come to us from mm -hmm. is the Ojibwa mm -hmm. uh, or the Chippewa. You know, they're um, similar. They're in the same region. Yep. Uh, there's been a, I read a whole bunch of uh, they're like Chippewa and Ojibwa like folklore. They're like northern Midwest, right? Uh, Roughly? Like southern Canada. Yeah. Like Ontario. Yeah. Yeah, Toronto area. <laughs> so that's the differences between the groups. 
the Western Algonquin in Canada did give the name Athabascan mm-hmm. to the Northern Dene, mm-hmm. but they did not have contact with the Navajo themselves or the Apache, okay. as far as I could tell. You know, maybe, maybe, but I could not find recorded evidence of that. Mm-hmm. So, uh, those are the two groups here. We're talking about American Southwest and the American Northeast, East and Northeast, the yeah. Canadian South. So we're talking about completely different, you know. Areas here that were, I mean, heavily geographically. Southwest, you've got like, listen, are there forests and rivers and all that in Arizona and New Mexico? Sure. Not many. They do not look like the ones in southern Canada and eastern U.S. Like, they're not. So so we're dealing with very different biomes here. Yeah, we're talking about desert versus essentially like temperate rainforest. Yeah. You know, two very different styles. Yeah. So now that that's been established, we can talk about the specific differences between these two things. Yes. I want to start with the Skinwalker because it's the more complicated of the two. Smart. Skinwalkers are shamans. They are medicine men. And they practice bad medicine. That doesn't mean that you go into the shaman's tent and say, hey, I have a, a toothache. Can you give me something to numb the pain? And they give you, like, a laxative. Yeah. It's not medical malpractice. It's bad magic. Yes. Uh, you know, it, you could you could compare ma- uh, medicine to like uh, chemistry or alchemy, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, in some senses, uh, in other senses, not so much. And the the Tinder bots back. Would you look at that? Um, I love it. Anyway, yeah, so bad magic. Um, essentially, it's like it's it's somebody that you would not want to go to if you had a. a it's, well, that's the thing is, you know, a lot of the time the the idea is that you might have a skinwalker who is the village shopman, mm-hmm. and secretly, they yeah. are out and about prowling in coyote gear to take people out. Um, it's supposed to be something that is shameful. If you've got a skinwalker in your family, you probably know about it, but you're not going to tell people because yeah. you don't want people to know. And it's a it's a choice, mm-hmm. correct? Yeah. yeah, it's a choice. I have found uh, versions of the story that say that we're talking about a. Uh, a, a even a tribal structure mm-hmm. of these people, a secret society, um, you know, that they have hierarchies and that younger skinwalkers are trained by older ones and they have elders and a whole, like, you know, overarching structure. I've also found versions, versions, I've versions that say that they are, you know, loners. But, you know, it seems to be possible for it to go either way. I have, I have gotten some confirmation that, yes, uh, skinwalkers would be communicating with one another. Do we know why someone would choose to do that beyond just, like, assumption of desire for power? And that's really it. That's just it. greed, power. Fair. Which is something it does have in common with the Wendigo, is that the Wendigo is usually believed to be uh, either desperation or greed. Hmm. So the uh, the Skinwalker, and yeah, that's a good point, Mahari. I guess you could go to one and ask for a curse um, if you you know ask them to do something for you in exchange for payment. But the idea is that being a Skinwalker gives you you know all sorts of special powers. You can be a uh, you can be a better warrior. You would be able to be faster. You'd be a better hunter. Mm-hmm. Um, but as typically happens, power corrupts, and you're going to end up getting somebody who's going to use their powers for evil. They're going to take out rivals, and if, you know, in some versions of the story, it's suggested that uh, part of being a skinwalker is cannibalism. Hmm. There's a 
a lot of versions of the story that don't involve cannibalism. Uh, yeah. This is probably the one that is the most contentious among Navajo that I've found. Mm-hmm. That some people tell me, yes, absolutely, cannibalism. That some that have said, I have never once heard that in my life. Mm. Um, there are versions that say to become a skinwalker, you have to uh, kill a family member. Interesting. Yeah. There are some versions that say you have to kill somebody close to you. Yeah. There are some versions that say you have to kill somebody. It varies. Um, and it's hard to tell where the, uh, the, the legend meets the ritual. Mm. Because you do have people who are skinwalkers, you know? Mm-hmm. There are people who uh, you know, believe that, that they can do this. Mm. And you know, to this day, shape-shifting is a thing in Native American culture and rituals from you know, across the country. You've got Cherokee, you've got Cree, you've got uh, Ojibwa, you've got um, Navajo. Mm. Like all these different tribes that practice shape-shifting, but their shape-shifting is not transforming into the animal. Yeah. It is putting on the the clothing of the animal, wearing the the heads, the fur, you know, all of that, and changing your shape. Mm-hmm. You are changing your physical appearance, yeah. but you're not molecularly transforming yeah. into an animal. Yeah. Now, in some cases, there are people who believe that skinwalkers do, you know, undergo a physical transformation mm-hmm. into a demonic entity, into uh, some sort of animal-based creature. Yeah. But there's, you know, the very the very real, like, verifiable version of this is that skinwalkers would patch together the pelts of various animals or of a number of the same animal and obscure their shape, make it look like they're an animal, but make it hard to determine what they are. Mm-hmm. And then in doing this and going through the ritual, they uh, gain the instincts and the knowledge and the wisdom of those animals. you got to remember that Native American... Culture and religion is very centered on animals. Um, there's a lot of, you know, looking at animals as uh, figures to be learned from, mm. figures to be feared. Just because it's an animal doesn't mean it's stupid. Uh, and wasn't there, correct me if I'm wrong, but wasn't there an element where, like, I don't want to say it was necessarily encouraged, but doing it with a non-predator animal was kind of okay, but it was when yeah, you incorporated the predator animal? Yeah, that's one thing problem. I found is that in Navajo culture, uh, you're not supposed to wear the pelt of a predator, mm-hmm. but you are you can wear the pelt of like a deer, mm. you know something like that. Yep. Uh, I don't know how universal that is, and I don't know if it applies specifically to shape shifting mm. as a practice, because there are definitely Native American cultures where they wear wolf pelts. Yeah. Um, but it's not looked down upon. It yep. might specifically be the Navajo that you're not supposed to wear the pelt of a coyote or something like yep. that, or that you're not supposed to wear the pelt of a coyote for certain purposes. Um, again, I'm still working on. Determining that stuff. Yeah. Uh, so the process for becoming one is that there's a series of rituals you have to undergo. You have to undergo certain trials. You have to you know learn the magic from people. Uh, you, there's I believe there's a vision quest involved um, where you're supposed to go into like a, a sweat lodge and um, you know go on a, a spiritual psychedelic journey. Uh, that it, at least that's what I understand. Um, and then. There's the the aspect of committing the the murder. Uh, committing a murder does seem to be central. Got it. Who that murder is varies. In some cases, it can be anyone. In some cases, it has to be a member of your tribe. In yep. some cases, a close friend. In some cases, family member. Um, my guess is that at some point in Navajo history, all of these things have been true. Yeah. 
And it may be that so many people were being skinwalkers that they went, you know what? It's not just a random person anymore. Now it's got to be a tribesman. Hmm. You know, something like that. Yep. You know, if there is a ruling council of these these things, uh, then it makes sense that over time they might find ways to make it more exclusive by making it more and more difficult to become one by requiring uh, more and more horrific and uh, difficult tasks. So let's switch gears here and talk about the Wendigo before we go into how to kill these things. The Wendigo, Algonquin, primarily uh, attested in Ojibwa folklore. Mm. Ojibwa are the uh, basically north of the Great Lakes. Yep. In in in, Toronto, in Ontario, that's that is the region we're talking about here, and in their folklore, the uh, the Wendigo can be a number of different things. Yeah. But in Ojibwa, what I've found is that it is primarily not uh, the, you know, all-consumed with hunger for flesh version, but rather it is a version where it, it still maintains its faculties. It is a person who, out of greed, mm-hmm. consumes human flesh to mm-hmm. give themselves power because it allows them to be stronger, it allows them to be faster, smarter, yeah. survive in more extreme conditions, things like that. Yeah. So on the one hand, you got that version. Um, in fact, that might not, yeah, that's I think the Chirwa right. version. Uh, if you go and you look at Basil H. Johnson's work, and while that is a very European name, I believe he was half Ojibwa. Hmm. Um, Archie, what are you, what are you wanting? Yeah, I don't know what he's upset about. Come here, come here, come here. He just seems We're kind of annoyed. Uh, you probably hear something. Um, I don't know what or where. And I also had my phone, and I don't know where it went. I don't know either. Like, I just realized that it's missing. What the hell? Oh, right, duh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm stupid. Um, so... <laughs> yeah, he's being weird. Um, being weird. So... The Basil H. Johnson version, he describes it. I'm actually gonna, I'm, I'm gonna find the. Uh, what? What? The specific description, so I can actually read it to you. Um, I see you. All right. So if we can, this appears to be. A paper somebody wrote, so that's not what we want. Um. What? Pick him up. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> um. He yells at me. Then I'm trying to, to find the specific quote I want, but I don't. I don't know where it is. Would you calm down? Oh god, are we making him howl again? <laughs> we could. It's so cute. It is. It's adorable. Oh. Yeah, I know. When did you turn into a husky? Uh, I found it. All right. So, uh, Basil H. Johnson, who was an Ojibwa teacher and scholar from Ontario, or was before he died, wrote that the Wendigo was gaunt to the point of emaciation. Its desiccated skin pulled tightly over its bones, with its bones pushing out against its skin, its complexion the ash gray of death, and its eyes pushed back deep into their sockets. 
The Wendigo looked like a gaunt skeleton recently disinterred from the grave. What lips it had were tattered and bloody, unclean and suffering from superation of the flesh. The Wendigo gave off a strange and eerie odor of decay and decomposition, of death and corruption. Um, so, another version of the story, though, to give you an example... One time, long ago, a big Wendigo stole an Indian boy, but the boy was too thin. So the Wendigo didn't eat him up right away, but he traveled with the Indian boy waiting t for him till he'd get fat. The Wendigo had a knife, and he'd cut the boy on the hand to see if he was fat enough to eat, but the boy didn't get fat. They traveled too much. One day, they came to an Indian village, and the Wendigo sent the boy to the Indian village to get some things for him to eat. Uh, this one comes from Lottie Marsden, by the way. Uh, so, let's see. Um... Where was I? Uh, one day they came to an Indian village and the Wendigo sent the boy to the Indian village to get some things for him to eat. He gave the boy so much time to go there and back. The boy told the Indians that the Wendigo was near them and showed him them his hand where the Wendigo cut him to see if he was fat enough to eat. They heard the Wendigo calling the boy. He said to the boy, hurry up, don't tell lies to those Indians. All of these Indians went to where the Wendigo was and cut off his legs. They went back again to see if he was dead. He wasn't dead. He was eating the marrow from the inside of his legs that were cut off. The Indians asked the Wendigo if there was any fat on them. He said, you bet there is. I have eaten lots of Indians. No wonder they are fat. Um, the Indians then killed him and cut him to pieces. The end of this giant Wendigo. So that is the Chippewa, whereas Basil H. Johnson's was the Ojibwa. Hmm. So two different tribes. Two different versions of the story. Hmm. Uh, by the way, uh, Lottie Marsden actually is, she is a Chippewa. Um, so, uh, you know, we've got tool use, auto-cannibalism, uh, vocalizations, mm -hmm. intelligence, whereas in Basil H. Johnson's version, you get something that is much more uh, animal. It has, it, it's, not it's not intelligent in the sense that it can speak to you, mm. or it chooses not to. Yep. This is the version a lot of people know. The version where it looks like this, you know, the, the version from episode two of Supernatural. That's the version most people know. Now, which version is more realistic? It's the Chippewa version. Yep. Like, that's the one that you can look at and be like, ah, yes, that's, that seems like a a realistic possibility. The bone marrow thing, maybe not, although depending on the degree of psychosis you're experiencing, mm -hmm. maybe. Uh, the, the Ojibwa one is scarier. Yeah. Now, to become one in in certain versions, the Ojibwa, for example, uh, you have to be desperate. Usually it's, it's you know, the story that you get is it's a frontiersman or it's a, a hunter, something like that, who goes out into the woods, gets trapped with his party, and the only way for him to survive is to, to eat, you know, a family member, a partner, a friend, uh, you know, a, an employee, literally anything, but to, to turn to cannibalism out of uh, desperation. Mm -hmm. And typically the idea is that you, you kill them. It's not just that someone died and you eat them. That's frowned upon, but it seems to be that when you kill somebody for the purpose of eating them, that's when you open yourself up to the demonic spirit mm -hmm. that comes in and infests your body and turns you into the Wendigo. Mm -hmm. um, so, certain versions, it's a, demo a demonic entity. 
uh, that enters your body and gives you this all-consuming craving for human flesh. In some versions, it is a physical transformation, and it's not a demonic spirit. It's just that you turn into that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's a version from the movie Antlers, which is just completely incorrect in every single way, yep. uh, except for the cannibalism part. That's literally all it gets right. Uh, Antlers, good horror movie, bad Wendigo movie. Um, that is that is the way I describe it to people who ask. It's a good description. Yeah, but the the process for becoming a Wendigo is far more straightforward than it is for a Skinwalker. You're desperate. You kill someone. You eat them. You yep. become a Wendigo. Skinwalker. You kill someone. You do not become a Skinwalker. You kill someone. And eat them. You do not become a Skinwalker. You kill someone, go through a series of rituals, and get ordained as a skinwalker. Now you're a skinwalker. Yeah. Uh, there's no, there's no like society of Wendigos. There's no, um, you know, social hierarchy. No social structure. They hunt alone. They're not considered to be a uh, social or even, um, in most cases, a, 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 a you know intelligent being. Now they are apex hunters. They can do the mimicry thing, mm-hmm. which skinwalkers can also do. So, I mean, to, to go into some of the, the similarities here, both skinwalkers and wendigos are uh, described to mimic human voices. Mm. They are both described as being extremely uh, fast, quick, mm-hmm. agile. Um, you know, these these beings that have superhuman strength and speed and awareness. Yeah. They do differ in a very considerable way in that killing them is not... The same for both. Mm-hmm. Now, I will say, if you burn something until there is nothing left but the bones, that's a pretty good way to kill just about anything and yep. make sure that nothing is left. Um, if you believe the Wendigo to be a demonic spirit, then theoretically that could release the spirit. Mm-hmm. And then it might try and go into somebody else. But again, you have to commit that act of cannibalism to be possessed by the Wendigo. When you look at the uh, the skinwalker, it's not as simple as just burning the body. Will burning the body probably kill it? Yes. But are there other ways? Yeah. You can kill a skinwalker by using a blade or a bullet tipped in white ash. An arrow would work. And it's uh, white ash from a fire. I don't believe it has anything to do with the white ash tree. But uh, white ash from a fire, if you coat the bullet or coat the knife or the arrowhead, the sword, the axe, whatever you're using, in that ash and strike uh, a skinwalker with it, it will uh, get past whatever sort of magical defenses they have and kill them. Hmm. Um, As far as warding goes, things like sage... Cedarwood, uh, you know, if you if you were concerned about Wendigos, or not Wendigos, Skinwalkers, one thing you'd want to do is get yourself a necklace, maybe a ring, um, you know, an amulet, something that is made out of cedar, mm. because cedar is uh, a ward in this case. Uh, sage, if you're concerned that you know your your home is being stalked by. Uh, a skinwalker, you'd want to burn sage and walk around with like an incense jar or something like that and spread it around. Um, obviously, you can't carry that out into the wilderness, but if you're camping and you're worried, throw a couple sprigs of sage into the fire every now and then. Stuff like that. Um, and, you know, it. I would also say probably beheading would work, but it seems like the issue is that they're not hurt by weapons that are not coated in white ash. Hmm. Like, if you were to try and chop one's head off with an axe, you might fail to do so. Yeah. Um, That seems to be the issue and why they say white ash is necessary. 
With the Wendigo, uh, it's, it's more that it relies on the strength and speed aspect. It is not going to die if you shoot it. Yep. It's not going to die if you cut off its leg. Uh, and according to some of the folklore, it seems like even if you cut off its head, it, it might the head, the head might still work. Yeah. Which is less of a problem than the whole body. Yes. But you are still going to have to, at the end of the day, burn it. Um, in some versions, you have to uh, cut out its heart and burn the heart. Interesting. Um, now, of course, again, if you burn the entire body, that will effectively burn the heart. But there are specific versions of these stories where you've got to do a particular thing in order to succeed. Yep. Appearance-wise, mm-hmm. skinwalkers, when they're not in skinwalker form, are going to look like humans. So there's there's no way of telling what it is. Yeah. The Wendigo, we get that description. It's gaunt to the point of emaciation, desiccated skin, uh, ash gray complexion, eyes pushed deep back in their stockets, sockets, um, stuff like that. Yeah. You know, that's that's where we we go with the Wendigo. So that's really what you see, um, you know, as a difference. So are there similarities between these two things? Absolutely. Are they remotely the same thing? No. Uh, and, you know, with, with the Skimwalker issue, for example, you know, people are like, oh my god, that's not your friend. It's, it, it's got glowing eyes in the, the camera. That's a Skimwalker. Mm-hmm. No. Uh, in order to take the form of your friend, first of all, we'd have to go to the most extremely uh, legendary version. You know, we've got we've to go for the, 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 you know, the Stephen King version, not the folklorist version. Not the Navajo version, you know, we've got to go for the most extreme possible, which is that the way that a skinwalker can transform into something is by killing it and wearing its pelt. Mm. And it can then transform into that exact animal physically. So, even going with the most extreme possible version of the skinwalker, in order for your friend to have been replaced by a skinwalker, or, I don't know, the Amazon guy, or the ATF agent, I... You know, obviously most likely to be. I mean, if you see an ATF agent, you... When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'll say nothing. <laughs> there are only 1,714 ATF agents. Um, it's the implication. Yes. Um, so, uh, you know, you, it, in order to do that, it would have to kill that person, skin them, and then wear their skin. Let me ask a question. Skinwalker. They appear to be human when they're not skinwalking. Mm-hmm. So, uh, when the epidermis be strollin, uh, yeah, but, uh, no. So a skinwalker, when it's not skinwalking, when it's not doing that, it's gonna look human. Mm -hmm. So it wouldn't need to appear to be the Amazon delivery man. It wouldn't need to appear to be a nurse. It wouldn't need to kill somebody for that. It could just wear a costume. Um, now, if it was trying to, you know, get close to you by killing your friend and then appearing to be your friend... That opens up its own set of problems, which is, well, what did it do to trick your friend? Yeah. At the point where it's killed your friend, it could probably just kill you. Probably. 
Hopefully. Um, so that's not Probably really before a, you figure out that your friend anything happened. Exactly. There. Like it, it, these, it, it, do you see how these versions of the story kind of fall apart when you when you dig into them? You know. Yeah. Oh my God, what just happened? There it goes. Okay, it's back. Oh. Um, YouTube is telling me to insert an ad, so I'm gonna hit the insert ad button, and I want you guys to tell me what happened. Yeah. I hit the button. Well, we're gonna find out. Yeah, I know. I guess we just uh, we just wait now. I suppose. Um, yeah, we just... How you doing, TikTok? Well, well, YouTube has an ad. How are you guys doing over there? Well, do we know for a fact YouTube has an ad right now? It seems like YouTube has an ad right now. All right. I feel like they. So did did you guys get an ad? Like, what just happened when I hit the insert ad button for thirty for fifteen seconds or so? Like, yeah. did you guys get ads? Maybe. Well, it's a what? How long of a delay? So we're, we'll find out. Absolutely nothing. YouTube premium game. <laughs> well, that'll be nice. Nice. So it told us to insert an ad, and then the ad didn't like. It might be like. Uh, okay. Playback. Got a five-second ad for Morgan and Morgan. Interesting. Isn't Morgan and Morgan the Billy one? Uh, no, that's John Morgan. John Morgan, right? Yeah. Did, apparently, did, were you the one who told me that they have those all over the place? I am hurt. It's I was. A, it's a Florida law firm. Ugh. The way I. All right. So out. I did hit insert ad, and we dropped from two hundred and one viewers to one hundred and seventy-four. So we won't be doing that again. Valid. Um <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> Interesting. Um, but yeah, so that's that is the primary differences between the two. Uh, you know, the the more you get into the various versions of the folklore, the more you're gonna find uh, all sorts of different stuff. But you got an A and W ad, as in the root beer. I didn't know they advertise. A 30-second unskippable. That sucks. <laughs> it's so important. I'm so sorry. Oh. We'll never hit the button again now. Like, I was just curious what happened. If I, You put a button in front of me. I got to push. You got to push the button. Yeah, you got to push the button. This is why you can't be president. You're not yeah. allowed to touch the football. <laughs> so, uh, you know, I, I hope that cleared things up for those of you watching who were con confused about the two. Yeah. You know, it's... There, there are a lot of similarities. I can understand why. Oh, we can add in stream markers. Ooh. Oh, there you go. That's a good plan. That that I'm. So next time I'm giving this to you. Yes. And you're you're gonna like every time something we, cool happens. Yeah, or like we change subjects. Yeah, you're gonna yeah. hit a stream marker so that we can add so, that uh, add that in. Me. All right, uh, but we're not doing the ads again because we lost fucking twenty five viewers. Oh. Yep. <laughs> uh, we're deep Accidentally enough cursed. Yeah, <laughs> not supposed to do that one. Happens. So now that uh, we are at this part of the stream, however, it is time for the Q and A. We'll probably go until about six thirty. That gives us twenty minutes. Yep. Um, and you know, if you've got to go, that's fine. That I can. If there's a lot of questions, I'll stay and answer. Sounds good. So let's uh, let's scroll back up. I think I actually got to the last uh, super chat before it refreshed. So. Uh, Iron Death 14 said, The world is at its end, and the old gods are preparing to rain fire upon the unfit from all the realms. It does feel that way. It does. It do feel that way sometimes. It do. Not really a question, but no. uh, I already answered Bree's question about the Mr. Ballin episode. It is on Spotify, but not on YouTube, because YouTube's algorithm was like... History, yes. <laughs> you sent two chats earlier that we missed? Well, we only... We, get, we, do the, we do them at the end. Did you send two chats earlier than that one? Because I can I can go back and look. Like Guess who's back? Guess who's back? Guess who's back? Guess who's back? Pull up the monetization board. Oh, there goes our monetization because I just 
covered that song for about five seconds with zero. Dude, if they come after us for that. <laughs> that would be egregious and horrific. Um, supers. I wish they made it easier to do this, but uh, all right. Marcus says not, never mind. Oh, okay. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> damn it. Um, My damn okay. human patter seeking brain. Secular Tenebris said, LOL, those guys made ghost adventures look real and Zach intelligent. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> they really did. Yeah. Oh. I will say, we had been hating on uh, the guys from BuzzFeed Unsolved because mm -hmm. of their Roanoke video. Yeah. I did watch some of their uh, some of their non-BuzzFeed content from their own channel. Yeah. And it's much better. Good. Uh, it's, it is much less of the, uh, the BuzzFeed's, like, signature, let's find men with the lowest possible testosterone score and then uh, give them a script. Yeah. Which just, I, I don't know why, but for some reason, like, groups of three to four men sitting there and just I, I don't know something about the you know like pretending they don't know what they're talking about mm. thing bugs the hell out of me That's like it, it, I don't know it's it's the combination of like the attitude and and the fake like surprise and it just, just all feels the, so saccharine the overall vibe is it just doesn't off check out. yeah it, I just don't like it. it feels very gimmicky and very millennial and um, I, I did not wait to be born until I was Gen Z for millennials to rule my life um, <laughs> so it was deliberate uh, I was uh, actually did you know my due date was Halloween huh? wouldn't that have been so cool that would have been fun instead it got to be November 10th uh, uh, um, at least you got something to look forward to in November true like a very special collaboration effort that is speed is the ATF pipeline <laughs> Uh, this person doesn't exist. Said, as someone who's part of the Algonquin Nation, are you afraid that the... Okay, that's a different way of spelling it than I've ever seen. The Wendigoag will find you. They're said to be drawn to people saying their name. Um, I will say, of all the things I've ever talked about on this channel, that's the one that does get me the most. Really? Is I do worry that one of these days I'll be camping and uh, I... And you'll hear a distant scream. And I'll hear a distant scream, and that means that it's out next to me. Yeah. I forgot to mention that part. Uh, in Wendigo folklore, it, if it if it screams and sounds far away, I think this is Wendigos. I might. Yes. No, it is. Oh, are we sure about yes. that? Yeah. If it's, I've listened to you say it far too many times. Yeah, did I get it wrong? Maybe. Um, as far as I, I believe, I believe, I believe I'm getting this correct. That it's the Wendigo. That if the scream sounds far away. That means it's close. If the scream sounds close, that means it's far away. I've heard you say uh, a number. Of I times. believe with uh, skinwalkers, they mimic, but the screaming thing doesn't happen. I yep. don't think the ventriloquism thing is there, no. um, but it might be. I could be wrong about that. Um, but yeah, I I would say that's the one I do worry about the most out of all the the freaky stuff we talk about is uh, is is being taken out by the Wendigo. Um, fair. Uh, I can put uh, I can put the video version on Spotify. Yeah, uh, we can do that. Um, I think Spotify actually offers a. Oh no, it's YouTube that offers you money if you do your podcast if you move from Spotify to YouTube. How much was Or if you like put the video on YouTube. Hmm. Um, I'm so mad that we can't like that we didn't get any money from YouTube. I tried. Um, because they no. invest in podcasters, but I guess we're not uh, important enough. We'll uh, get there. Iron Death 14 again said, How much for a South Dakota episode of Walking Sam? 
I'm, I'm down. Sure. I'll, I'll research it. I got time this week. Uh, we're like two weeks ahead on content now. So. Thankfully. We're finally getting ahead, guys. Um, Mr. Silve197 said, What happened to the Marines' physical fitness test? I do not know how to answer that question to you. I, I, you're going to need to give me more context on that one. Did we say we were going to do that at some point? I don't think we did. It doesn't sound familiar. We may have. If we did and you can find the the, the screen grab or whatever. Yeah, let us know. Cause let like, us whoa. know. Because if, if we promise to do that, I do still have... Oh, Teespring uh, added a... Or they're bringing a um, hat builder tool. Oh, cool. So we will be able to make the Make Windows See Great Again hats. Nice. And then go to Hot Topic and get uh, berated by the goth girls. Nice. I like how like I don't have a humiliation kink, but all of our all of our donation goals are me getting humiliated in various ways. Yeah, um, you sure about that first statement? I think it's more that I have no uh, shame. Yeah, and therefore I'm okay with doing all of these things. Yes, and they just happen to be the things that people are going to want to donate to see. Exactly. Uh, Spoon said, is it racist that I prefer white chocolate to milk chocolate or dark chocolate? No, it just means you don't prefer chocolate to chocolate. No. Because milk chocolate, or white chocolate technically isn't chocolate. It could be racist, but it's not necessarily racist. True. True. You may, without realizing it, be racist. But if it's purely about taste, then no, you just prefer things that are bad. Yep. Just, it might just be that you have bad taste. That that could be it. Um... <laughs> I'm a, I'm a milk chocolate guy. You know guy. what I want to try? I, I like made uh, my stepdad's cocoa. bourbon cream recipe. Mm. I got that in the fridge if you want to have some, by the way, Ooh. after the show. Uh, I made my stepdad's bourbon cream recipe, which is so good. Oh, apparently you said you'd do the marine fitness test a long time ago. I believe that. I don't know when you did it, but that, because it was probably one of those times where oh. you were like, oh, I don't want to do those things. Yeah, no, no, no. It wasn't the Marine fitness test. I was, like, I want to get myself to the point where I can do the Navy SEAL fitness test. Ah, there we go. And that's, like, it's not like the... I like how you're curly Aiden now. I know. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. You know what's so funny is that you my... You look like an extra from Lord of the Rings. Do I? Yeah. I'm working my way to look like a protagonist. He, like, he... It, I, I look at him right now, and I'm look like I'm like, he looks like he would be one of, uh, like, Aomer's, like, companions. Like, one of the riders of Rohan. I don't have enough context to know how cool that is. Pretty cool. Sweet. They're the guys at the Pelennor Fields at the end of the third movie. Got it. Um, so, what was that one book series that everybody kept recommending that I read? But uh, I, I, people keep trying to get me to read Wheel of Time, but I don't have time to read fourteen books right now. <laughs> yeah, I feel that. All right, uh, Marco Pizzetto said, "Can we get a full? When can we get a full ASMR lore lodge vid? I don't know what you what you would want us to do for ASMR." Do you just want me to talk really close to the microphone? I don't get ASMR. I really don't understand it. Yeah, it's... I don't know. 24-hour um, Archie... Uh, Marco Pizzetto said 24-hour Archie live stream is next month's $1 goal. <laughs> um, if I could figure out a way to get Archie to stay in an enclosed space for 24 hours, I would do that. Mm -hmm. But uh, he, he likes to explore. And by explore, I mean he likes to take a nap in different places throughout the apartment, <laughs> throughout the day. Oh, he's over there. That's what I mean. It's yeah. like he was over there he's earlier. Like over there. But Sometimes he's, he's under the table. Now he's yep. over by the door. Just vibing. Just hanging loose. Oh, by the way, for people who uh, who were listening to us talking about the, oh. the story, uh, 
the, the the Wendigo thing. It did use the term Indian a lot. That is that that it, I, I was reading from it. Like so, you guys know. Yeah, fair. Um, Not everybody has updated their nomenclature. And that one's from like the early 1900s. Yeah, uh, and it was written by a Native American, so or First Nations. It was Canada. Um, Canadian Jesus. That's mildly concerning. <laughs> Hmm. Uh, conspiracy song gonna come out? That'll probably be November. I can get that done. Yeah. Um, my Scottish an- Jack an- Jack Manson says my Scottish ancestors fought a Wendigo according to a journal. An abundance of fire and steel seems sufficient. I would love a a copy of that journal page. Like if you do not mind, if you, if you've got access to it and you can email it to the Lorelodge Gmail I would love to read that. Yeah, it'd be pretty sweet. Like that's a that is a really cool thing to have. Um, and let's see what did I miss anything after that? Okay, Judas Goat Barbecue said, "Ever seen a movie called Grave Encounters? It's about a fake paranormal show that goes into a real haunted hospital. Parodies Ghost Adventures closely. I haven't, but now I really want to watch it. Should also see like how that compares with the story that we're developing at the moment. Yeah." Because we, we're we're writing a uh, a movie called Asylum. That's the working title. Yep. Uh, and it's it's kind of a similar story where you've got uh, you know people who I think we can give it like the, the exposition. We can tell them what happened. Oh yeah yeah. yeah. So uh, not to we won't spoil anything about like where the story goes. Yeah. But the uh, the origin point of the story is that in the I think we said what like the eighties or the nineties. Yeah. It was the nineties roughly early two thousands. Oh, you mean that first? Yeah yeah yeah. 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 So the first bit's early two thousands. Um, you've got basically a bunch of like amateur ghost hunters who go into we're we're trying to get Penhurst Asylum. Yeah. Like we, we think we can do it once we raise the money, but uh we're gonna be doing a, a Kickstarter for it and all that. So we're gonna try and shoot it at Penhurst Asylum, um, which is five minutes down the road from us. Yep. Fun fact, uh for those who didn't know that. Um we're going there in a week. Oh yeah. For, uh, I forgot about that. Yeah. Uh for also, a little, a little all, trip. all I can say is uh, make sure you clean your room so you can save your father from the underworld because he's being held there by the lobsters. you got to save him from the serpent. <laughs> the massive serpent. Um, anyway, so there's that. Full of snakes. Uh, <laughs> so uh, the beginning of the story is we've got a couple of amateur ghosts. So handheld camcorders from the early 2000s on tape yep. and all that. And they... Go missing. They go missing. Yep. Basically. Disappear completely. And uh, the police investigate, but they can't find anything. And one guy suggests that maybe it's haunted and he gets fired because whatever. And basically he's being scapegoated. Uh, And so the rest of the story is his sons Mm -hmm. trying to, you know, prove that he was right. Yeah. because after he gets scapegoated and fired, he becomes an alcoholic and, you know, falls completely off the wagon and turns into, you know, a totally different person. They're basically like, you know, th- this isn't who our father was. This is something that was done to him. Yeah. Uh, so that's, you know, that. Um, oh, sounds like uh, somehow the mic got muted for a few seconds. That must have been uh, a, a streaming issue. Because it's, it's been working on our end the whole time. Uh, I don't know what we missed, or what you guys missed, but... It's probably something about the lobsters. <laughs> um, you sounded too much like Jordan Peterson, so you two muted you. Probably. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, you yeah. have to save your father from the underworld. <sighs> All right. So, I let me look through and see if there are any more questions. If anyone has... Uh, 
Any more super chats? Send them in now before we get to the end of the show. Yes. Oh, there we go. I am one eighth Powhatan, and I tried looking up cool folklore. All that comes up is Pocahontas. <laughs> I can I can I do mean, some that's... digging. I've got a university library. Yeah. Uh, to to look through, I am pretty disappointed in Westchester's access to JSTOR. Uh, there's a lot of stuff that it's like, ah, sorry, we don't have that. And I'm like, uh, okay. Has visually challenged Aiden read the poetic Edda? Is that me? I assume due to the glasses? Yeah, it's been a while. I read it in college. Um, I was I tried to watch The Northman last night. Yeah. Couldn't get into it? I, I don't know. I What? You know, maybe maybe that's that would be a good one for you and I to watch and talk about. Sure. Uh, okay. so we should do that because it's it's medieval, it's a film. <laughs> I mean, yes, you're absolutely right. That's something that we should fun. start doing is we should we'll try and do like two a month. We should do like a horror film review yeah. and a medieval like historical fiction film review. Yeah, I can do that. And I can talk about historicity, and you can talk about cinematography and all yes. that. Yes. All right, that sounds cool. Cool. Okay. Uh, Marco Pizzetto for two pounds asked for a foot reveal. There you go. <laughs> um, what, you want to come on? Come on. <laughs> uh, Rude. It's satisfactory. It's no Margot Robbie foot, but... Oh, did you see... Oh, the... I won't spoil much, but uh, House of the Dragon, mild spoilers. Ah! Why? Why was there a foot fetish scene? It was so unnecessary. <laughs> like, I get it. It made that character so much creepier. But, like, it's just so not, like, necessary. But it did kind of hurt me. Um, can you pick him up and give him to me? Yeah. I want He's going to gonna yelp, boy. though. That's the point. He might. Ah, there we go. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Here we go. That's a good boy. Oh. History Daddy's giving it a 9 out of 10. I kept, when it first came out, friends of mine told me I need to check it out because it's really cool. Just never got around to it. I, it might help to watch it with somebody so that I'm not as inclined we'll to get distracted we'll by watch my phone. It together, yeah. yeah, so we'll watch it together. Um, you're the boy, yeah. I said, I said mild spoiler alert for House of the Dragon history, Daddy. That's not a spoiler. You don't know who's in the scene? Yeah, I, I said absolutely nothing other than that it's there. Um, yeah. But, uh, ugh. Any similar tales in other parts of the world to Skinwalkers and Wendigos? A lot of my early content actually focused on that. Um... It was related to something I called the Nephilim theory, hmm. which is that all of this stuff comes from uh, prehistory, from like before uh, the Younger Dryas, before the Flood, all of that. Yep. And that it's a, a humans remembering something mm -hmm. um, that may perhaps still exist in smaller numbers, but was around a lot more back then. So uh, I'm still I'm still on that theory. I'm just working yeah. on making it make sense. Be a little bit more uh, bulletproof. Yeah. Yeah, see, so he's straight out of you have no idea who who the the foot fetish scene is not a spoiler. You've met all the characters, I think, that are in it. Uh, Marco, to answer your question about the aging of the characters, one of the characters, the um, the like older casting is fantastic. It just makes so much sense. The other casting, part of it has to do with the way the character changed within the time gap. But because those elements that change the character are not explored thoroughly, um, 
it just feels really out of place and the character is just less compelling. So are we talking go. about House of the Dragon? Yeah, we're not going to we're not going to say which characters. Yeah, so I thought. Yeah. Um, somebody in chat said uh, Brennan O'Donnell said watching a whole bunch of bedtime stories recommended me to you guys. I'm new bedtime stories. Is that uh, he does some missing four one one stuff, right? I think so. Um, not sure. Seven hundred thousand subscribers. Good lord. Seven hundred thousand. That's impressive. Oh, he's got some cool, uh, cool animations here. Oh. Did did people on his uh, his videos recommend us? We may have just shown up in the sidebar. Oh, yeah. okay, right. I forgot that was a thing. Yep. Um, that's cool to know. I clicked on it, and of course, the second recommended was the unexplainable disappearance of Missing Forum One, the Wendigoon video. No, that's funny, dude. His that one video that I'm in on his channel has more views than our entire channel. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> also, I love that I'm Skater Boy Aiden, which is fun. You're Skate. I. I know. Okay, <laughs> that's what I was referred to as. But yeah, uh, to to quickly like re -go, go back to Norbert or you guys Junior's question. Um, uh, the I think the the Yowie from uh, Australia is one that immediately comes to mind. Um, the story is about Nephilim and Rephaim from mm -hmm. the Bible. Uh, there's all sorts of cannibalistic monsters in European folklore. Yep. Uh, so you know there there's stuff all over the place. Was a. Zero one one says my fiance grew up in PHX, Phoenixville or Phoenix, Arizona. If you mean Phoenixville, cool, same, kind of, um, definitely same. For definitely me. same for him. He, I, I spent some of my my weekends here. He yep. he lived here. Yep. Um, I've not watched uh, Temple Ritterin yet. No, I have not. So the problem is, if it's not in English, I, I am one of those people who's, like, so anti-subtitle yeah. that they really bother me. So if something's not in English, I'm like, eh. I'm mostly the same way as well. Although I will say, T-34, great, great movie. That's a fun one. It's granted, it's a Russian movie, so now that's like, oh. He's snoozing. Oh, you didn't have to look up. I just thought you looked cute in his arm. He is so tired today. Yeah, I don't know why. Um, Let's see. Uh, on Nisser... Ooh, I don't know what that one is. Archie is a mini American Eskimo dog. He's very pretty. They are the uh, Spitz family, so they are related to... Um, they share a common ancestor with Huskies, mm. uh, Samoyeds, and Malmutes. Mm. And their closest relatives are the German Spitz, which is its what it's descended from. Yep. And then uh, the Pomeranian. So Pomeranians and American Eskimos are basically two branches of the same tree. Mm -hmm. uh, the original Pomeranians looked a lot like Archie. Mm. They were even bigger than him. Mm. And then the British royal family was like, let's make it smaller. <laughs> Whereas in America, uh, they were brought over here primarily by the Amish as farm dogs. Interesting. Mm -hmm. the, the German Spitz was. Mm. And then at some point, they just decided breeding them to be white and a little bit smaller. Mm. So, nice. got this guy. Well, we should probably wrap it because yeah. it's six thirty-two. Is it dubbed in English? But I would definitely check it out. Um, 
Ooh, yeah. The, okay, so for you guys asking about Giants, uh, we've got something fun coming. We've, we've got a really fun collab coming as soon as I can get it in. Uh, I think I can tell them who's going to be involved. The, the two people who have agreed to be involved in the Giants video are Wendigoon and Mini Minuteman. So that's... Uh, I can't promise that one will be out soon. Yeah. But it is being worked on. So... Let's see. Uh, yeah, audio not matching the lips also bothers me. It really is for me. It's a it's a visual thing where I'm like, I either I I need it to be in English. Like, I'm. This is something that I never understood about people in film school. I get the pretentious people that are like French film is so like important and influential. Like yeah, okay, yeah. In the there's 60s nothing and 70s it important was. about anything French. But <laughs> but however. Um, Considering film is a visual medium, sound is very important in film, do not get me wrong, but I don't want to read what's happening while I'm watching a film, for the most yeah. part. Granted, with something like Kurosawa, or something along those lines, I would watch it twice, yeah. once with the subtitles also, and actually, once just watching, because he's a phenomenal director, but anyway. Also, uh, uh, Theos, uh, if I'm pronouncing that right, um, it's, is it in German? Because if it's in German, I might actually be able to just watch it. True. I can still I can still understand a good amount of German, even nice. though I, I can't write or speak it as much anymore. That's solid. But, um, you know. And I've been meaning to go back and relearn German anyway, because I really should speak a second language, because I am going to be a history professor, so I need to be able to do that. Yep. Uh, also, you know, German, cool language, lots of cool literature. I, so. I would love to learn German as well. I'd love learn to learn German. German. I, I have a textbook you can use. We could call Duolingo as well. Well, yeah, that too. And listen, the textbook might help. Um. <laughs> Deutschland. Uh, oh, God, now here, here it comes. Oh, yeah. Here comes the monetization strike. Uh, I saw them in Philly. They were good. All right. But I think that'll do it for tonight's show. Uh, thank you guys so much for tuning in, for watching, even though we switched up the schedule on you. Uh, lots of great recommendations for movies in here. I got a lot to take a look at. Yep. Um, so I'm, I'm very excited, and I cannot wait to uh, see you guys next weekend. See you, everybody. Have a nice Saturday. We will see you all.